0: Welcome to the Dollars and Dumbbells Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Green, a certified financial planner and CFO for online coaches, and I'm on a mission to help online coaches keep more money in their pockets. If you're building an online service business and you want to learn how to grow your profits, manage your money, and pay less taxes all while pursuing your dream life, then you're in the right place. Justin Green is the founder of Assist FP, a financial planning firm, and Be a Wealthy Coach LLC, an outsourced CFO service. All opinions expressed in this episode are mine solely and not reflective of Assist FP or Be a Wealthy Coach. As always, this podcast is not advice and it is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Always consult with your own financial tax and or legal advisor before making any decisions. What's up, wealthy coaches? Welcome back to the Dollars and Dumbbells podcast. I'm your host, Justin Green, Certified Financial Planner and CFO for Online Coaches and Creators. Today, I want to talk to you guys about how much should you be paying yourself and dive into how to pay yourself. And before we hop into that, I just wanted to tell you a little bit more about the weekly newsletter I have, The Wealthy Weekend, where I drop tips and content relevant to you as an online coach and creator on how to build long-term wealth in your business and in your personal life. Go ahead, check out the show notes, subscribe, or shoot me a DM on Instagram, and I will add you to the newsletter, Uh, but you definitely don't want to miss that. Okay. Most of you opened an online business So you could at least go full-time in the business and support yourself. So if you're listening to this right now and you're currently doing it as a side hustle, that is most likely your end goal. And if you're listening to it and you're a coach who's done 10 to 20K, keep listening because I see these issues in your businesses just as much as I see them for new coaches, right? So you would think that once coaches start to make that 10, 20, 30, 40 plus K month, that they would have their financial system in place. They would have a system for how they should pay themselves, how much they should be paying themselves. Uh, But unfortunately, it's actually farther from the truth. A lot of times you just get so busy building the business that you never take the time to go back and fix the lack of system that you'd never implemented. So tune in, this episode applies to you just as much as it applies to the new coach. Okay. So when you launched your business, you were likely trying to replace an income that you had before so that you could just pay your personal bills and then reach whatever your personal goals is. That could be world domination, build wealth. It could also just be have a very um, laid back lifestyle where you raise a family, spend time with your spouse, but also get to run a really efficient solo coaching business. There's no right or wrong answers here, but How do you pay yourself? This is a profitable business or it should be a profitable business. That is the goal. So how do you pay yourself and how do you set it up? I'm going to dive into the technical aspect first of how you should pay yourself. And then we'll also go through the system you need in place to do this consistently and effectively and how to determine what you should be paying yourself. Depending on how your business is structured, it will actually depend on the technical aspect of how you pay yourself. So some of the more common business structures in the online coaching business is a sole proprietor or a single member LLC. These are actually taxed the same. And so they're treated the same way when I refer to them for setting up how to pay yourself. The main difference between the two is the sole proprietor is going to have a hard time getting a business bank account. So whenever I refer to a business bank account, if you're a sole proprietor without an LLC, so you're operating as Justin Green, the fitness coach, um, then essentially what you would want to do is open a separate personal bank account and treat it as a business bank account. So whenever I refer to a business bank account, that's what I'm referring to for you if you're a sole proprietor. Uh, single member LLC, you can actually apply for an EIN number through the IRS. It takes about five minutes, you would want to go uh, on the IRS's website, apply for the EIN number. You want to immediately print and save that EIN number because you need that. Um, You'll use that to open a business bank account. And in order to pay yourself, all you really need to do is take owner's distributions and transfer money from your business account to your personal bank account. Um, And that is essentially how you would pay yourself as a single member LLC. Many of you are probably an LLC taxed as an S corp. And in order to do that correctly, you need to pay yourself what is called a reasonable salary. According to the IRS, there's a lot of different factors to consider here, such as, um, location, job requirements, uh, how much time you're working in the business, how much time you're paying or how much you're paying your contractors compared to you're paying yourself, how much you're actually taking out of the business overall, so you don't want to take a very low salary but then significant amount of distributions. And the reason is is that your salary is subjected to payroll taxes, which is uh often referred to as FICA taxes. It's essentially just your social security and Medicare tax. Your distributions are not when you are an LLC taxed as an S-corp. So often you'll hear people on social media talking about how to avoid taxes, set up an S-corp, it'll save you on taxes. And they are correct, but there is a threshold before it makes sense. And the reason for that is because you actually need to set up a payroll system using software, most likely like Gusto, ADP, et cetera. I'm a big fan of Gusto. That's what I use with clients. Um, You'll also have to... Um, make sure that you have consistent cash flow to be able to pay yourself what would be deemed a reasonable salary. And so we're not going to go too far into that, but just understand if you're an LLC tax and S corp, you actually have to determine a salary. And then we'll talk about a little bit how you can pay yourself more above and beyond that salary. So technically it's pretty easy to pay yourself, but what systems do you need in place and how do you know what to pay yourself? The very first question you need to ask yourself is How much do you need to pay yourself? Like, need in your personal life. What are your basic living expenses? I call this your baseline. And this could be different for everyone, but it's going to include expenses, but not limited to, you know, rent, mortgage payment, utilities, groceries, any insurances that you have, health insurance, life insurance. Personal debt payments, car, student loans, credit card minimums, etc., any other fixed costs that are going to show up every month, no matter what. Then you want to look at your variable costs, you know, supplements, eating out, entertainment, whatever it is that you might do month to month, but like you don't always do it. And you could scale back if you wanted to, and that would be a way to easily reduce your costs. Those are your variable costs. So you want to take these, you want to add it up, and then on average, what do you need each month to cover all of those expenses? If you have another income, then you should consider that. If you're relying on a spouse's income, you should consider that. Uh, but let's say you've done that and you figured out, okay, your baseline is $5,000 each month. That's the bare minimum you need to not fall behind on your personal bills, but you're also not achieving any like personal savings or investing goals either. Honestly, it's the personal side that will kill most businesses early on. If you're not very careful to reduce or minimize your expenses on the personal side, those add up so much quicker than business expenses, because you can run a very lean coaching business, especially early on, where your profit margins are are most of your revenue, right? It's if you have very high personal living expenses and you need to take all that money out of the business to cover those, that's what will actually kill your business. So early on in your business, it's gonna be really challenging to get you to a point where you're able to cover your personal baseline. This could take you a year or longer to get there. You know, Regardless of what all the, the business coaches say about you know getting 10K a month in 90 days, the reality is, is that that has a very low success rate And so you need to be prepared that this could take a year, two years, if not longer. So you need to be aware of that when you launch and have a side income or savings set aside. All right, so let's head back over to the business side. What are you bringing in for revenue each month? Is it enough to cover the baseline we just discussed? If not, then you need to either increase revenue or decrease your baseline. And you need to run as lean as possible until you get there. No outsourcing no hiring, no unnecessary expenses at all. Your main goal is to get the business to a point where it can cover your personal expenses. And absolutely no debt in the business, especially for mentors. There's a time and place for mentors, but it's not when you're broke. Go to YouTube University and learn how to run a business. New entrepreneurs need to be a jack of all trades. There's so many resources out there that you can learn from on how to grow your business to get it to a point where you could then be profitable and then you could use that money to invest in a mentor. Like I said, this doesn't just apply to new coaches either. I've seen it at coaches doing 10, 20K plus months. The reason is is that their personal expenses grew exponentially as their revenue grew. And so their personal baseline is significantly higher than it was when they started the business. So they're still on this treadmill, this rat race of trying to bring in enough revenue just to pay their personal bills. They're not really building a solid foundation in the business. They're not really consistently paying themselves the same amount each month they're still just kind of running paycheck to paycheck essentially in the business and trying to support this business that they built on a house of cards and then also cover their inflated personal expenses. So what you want to do, whether you're a new coach or you're you're your experienced coach with significant revenue, is you want to consistently pay out your baseline. So you want to create a paycheck in your business. So let's use the 5k example. So your $5,000 is your personal baseline. You would either pay yourself $1,250 weekly, or maybe you do it bi weekly $2,500, whatever works for you. I don't recommend monthly because you will probably spend through that in the first seven to 10 days. And then you're going to treat the business like your personal piggy bank. And that's exactly what we want to avoid. As the business grows, it's crucial that you give yourself a raise. You know, the most important part is determine your salary in advance and not pay yourself month to month based on the success of your sales. So for example, let's say you've agreed to pay yourself $7,500 a month in the next three months of sales are $7,500, $10,000 and $12,000. You still only pay yourself $7,500 a month until you can afford to give yourself a permanent raise. Until then, the additional revenue should be used to build up your core capital in the business to provide a buffer for lower revenue months and just to protect yourself from inconsistent revenue. So how much you actually pay yourself truly depends on the context of your situation. Like how much is your baseline? How much revenue do you have? what are your personal goals beyond the baseline, right? That's gonna really help determine what you should pay above and beyond. And then how much should you keep in the business and reinvesting? The reality is, is most of you are building a cash flowing business and not an asset that you're going to sell down the road. So if that's the case, then you should want to maximize the cash flow each year because reinvesting into the business makes a lot of sense for two reasons one it's going to grow your cash flow in future years or two it's going to build a sellable asset that you can then sell down the road and take advantage of that you're most likely not going to accomplish the second so for that case the only time you should really be reinvesting in the business is if you're confident that it's going to increase the cash flow in future years and if not you should be withdrawing that cash flow and using that to build wealth on the personal side. And the reality is, is the goal isn't for you to live on the bare minimum. So over time, it's extremely important to give yourself a raise, but strategically, so it doesn't create a massive drag on your business cash flow. So you want to determine what can your business afford to pay you? Is it the baseline? Is it additional above and beyond the baseline? And then set up withdrawals each month once a week, once biweekly, and create essentially a paycheck for yourself. If you're an S-Corp, there's a little bit more complexity, right? You want to follow the same exact pattern, figure out what it is you need to pay yourself. Then you also need to determine, does it satisfy the IRS's requirement for a reasonable salary? If so, you want to set that up through payroll and automatically pay yourself that reasonable salary each and every month, And then determine if you want to, or need to, take more than that reasonable salary out of the business each month for your personal living expenses and personal goals. And if so, determine should it be a distribution or should you increase your salary? There's a little bit more complexity in the S Corp that we're not going to discuss on this episode, but just know that it all starts with understanding what do you need to live on your personal side And then backing that number into what can the business support and then figuring out what those thresholds are when you can consistently give yourself a raise. So that way you're thriving outside of the business as well. We didn't get into this business to live paycheck to paycheck, bare minimum on the personal side. You deserve to be rewarded for the hard work you've put into building the business, but not until your business can support that all right that's all i've got for you today let me know if you found this valuable was this helpful did it make sense for how you should be considering how much to pay yourself let me know shoot me a dm on instagram email me but let me know if this is valuable for you until next time be wealthy my friends hey coaches did you enjoy this episode if so then you'll definitely enjoy my weekly newsletter the wealthy weekend Every Friday afternoon, I share actionable tips and stories on how to be a wealthy coach that allows you to get 1% better even on the weekends. Check out the show notes to sign up or hit the link in my Instagram bio at Justin All right, coaches. Until next time, be wealthy.